Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a Newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. We are here! Season 7, episode 10, the mid-season break! Bring on the night. We are here, yeah, 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 of course. (laughs) This episode, the famous episode, Bring on the Night. It's so meaningless. So this aired (laughs) December 17th, 2002, and is apparently a Christmas episode. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Tony and Buffy walk past some Christmas decorations at one point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, this is more Christmassy than I anticipated. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's accurate. So this is the thing about the middle of this season. Do you know how I keep having like a lot of trouble remembering what happens next episode? I can see why. (laughs) Yeah. And like this sort of weird pacing, strange episode structure is going to continue for a bit. So looking back at this episode, things happen, right? Giles yeah. comes back to Sunnydale. He That's brings some potentials with him. Yeah, they're things. Potentials as a concept we haven't heard about. We yep. get surprisingly little exposition about them for how central how much, I feel they are. And like how much exposition there is in general. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Also, Uber Vampire, we learn about that and Buffy fights it. And that's, you know, that's the core of this episode, I would say. Yeah. And those are both, as you said, important things, but they still feel like they're not much. Yeah. Yeah. You compare that, right, to Joss's next project, which is Firefly, which at this point I'm imagining he's working on. Yeah, he's doing that. He's not here. Right. (laughs) Like, I want to be clear. (laughs) He's He's not not really involved. Yeah. (laughs) So you compare it, and obviously Firefly is a special case in a lot of ways, but it's each episode is very much like, here's what we are doing. This is a self-contained thing, and it's fairly easily describable, and it's important in and of itself, which is easier to do for a first season, but very strong contrast to what's happening right now in Buffy. Yeah, I think it's definitely a combination of it being the first season of Firefly, and it being such a passion project for Joss, and he's coming off of having these many years of making a television show and like he has learned a lot that he's all like pouring into this one you know what is it 13 episode season yep (laughs) yeah okay so we start off the gang's doing some research about the first trying to find out what it is and they're cleaning up the the sunny or the shea summer's home right yeah like you say trying and they're really not they're not doing much predates written language whatever (laughs) blah 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 can't find much about it sure yeah uh so i think like right off the top we've both got a picture here Oh, yes. Okay. So I don't dislike this look for Anya. You have asked, since when does she wear glasses? Which, <laughs> and accurate, It's not yeah. an angry since when. It's literally just since when. Because we have never seen her wear glasses before this very moment. It's called character building, Michaela. <laughs> Duh. Her feeble human eyes. Yeah. Right. 
I've taken a picture here Ooh. because, you know, Anya feels jealous of everyone else blending into the couch. And I'm not saying I dislike her shirt or that it even blends in particularly well, but she's doing her best she's to doing blend it. into the couch. This is the same shirt from last episode, the deer shirt. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, uh, she's trying her best. You know, everyone needs a shot with the couch to be the couch, you might say. <laughs> you need to have that one shot, that one opportunity. <laughs> To seize everything you ever You gotta shaze it. (laughs) Oh. Wow, that. I think that's it. Podcast (laughs) done. You know, like, I can't top that ever. Wow. (laughs) While all of this is happening, Andrew's probably having not a great time. He's in a car or whatever. He's being slapped while he's unconscious, which can't be good for him. But, you know, I'd say that Spike is. I've described it as having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. He is tied up and not, I guess not tied up actually. Now he's free. No. He's been bled a bunch, whatever. A bunch. It summoned this uber vampire and now he gets to be tortured while his ex-girlfriend Drusilla, the first as, knocks him a lot and tries to get him to come back over to the dark side. So I've told you that we'd have some familiar faces. Juliet Landau. So my picture of this, of Drew, is from much later because I just oh felt like she wasn't being drew enough right and so i just took a picture i've called prime drew mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> she's doing her, her crazy dancing with her arms <laughs> at one point she like just lifts her skirt up a yeah. lot for basically no, <laughs> no reason, reason. <laughs> and then just drops it you know it's yeah. not salacious no it I, really it's not yeah she's just lifting it up and then drops it that's it i guess we've also missed boo which is joyce <laughs> seeing Buffy or Buffy seeing Joyce for the first time this episode. I feel bad about this picture. <laughs> it is I Joyce saying to. boo. <laughs> oh, Christine Sutherland. <laughs> Her eyes are so wide here. Like, what was she doing? What was this expression <laughs> part of? <laughs> it looks like she's trying to scare Buffy. <laughs> it's working. Buffy's freaked out. Now, both times in this episode that Buffy sees Joyce, uh-huh. she's asleep. Mm-hmm. So is it the first? No. It's not, right? It's no, like it's some inner Joyce. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, um, you know, Battlestar Galactica, right? Sure. And you've got Cylon number six. She's the pretty blonde lady. And Gaius Baltar has one of her in his head. And then question mark that also exists in real life. But then there's a bunch more fucking sixes around. And like, which one's which? We don't know. The show often actually doesn't know and will not tell you because it doesn't know. This case, we're left to draw our own conclusions. Yeah, we are. But I would say that... Joyce does not seem to be acting in a way that would suggest she is the first. No, no, no. She's not being spooky or evil or anything. That's fine. She just is like, hey, Buffy, you need to sleep. I know you think that you can just, like, go on forever without sleep, but you actually do need to do it at some point. What is with this single episode and Buffy not sleeping? (laughs) Buffy's like, I can't sleep. I have to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) What? What the fuck's Buffy going to do? Fire you? Who cares? The world's ending. Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean you can't sleep? Buffy's journey this episode? I hesitate to call it a journey. You should hesitate, yeah. But her insistence like, no, I can't sleep and no, I can't share any of this responsibility is just so baffling in the face of having all of these people around her who want to share in the responsibility and she just always says no and then complains about it. Yeah, I... So we're still a step up from like 
super mopey Buffy. Oh, for I would sure, say. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I find this amusing more than frustrating. And there's just like a lot of things going on in this episode that I do like. There's a mm-hmm. lot of character interactions that I'm a huge fan of. When uh, Anya and Dawn are kind of oh. like. <laughs> Hanging out, working together. They're trying to, to wake, wake Andrew, Andrew up, up ah! just smacking him around, pouring water on him. When Anya suggests that they get hot water instead. <laughs> and you're just like, you guys should not be leaving no! Dawn alone with her. <laughs> oh, I love it so much, though. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Andrew wakes up. He gets questioned about the first, but doesn't know much. Um, A couple things to note here. Felicia Day, not in the credits currently. Sad face. Correct. Uh, Number two, (laughs) this is basically what Andrew gets to do this episode. He's going to be a sounding board for people to talk to, but doesn't have a lot of useful information. Does have a lot of useful nerd references, though. So, hey, trivia section or pop culture section. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's there for. And honestly, all of his interactions are fun. Yes. Oh, yeah. I have a great time. I love that Tom Link is around now. Oh, it's great. I'm all about it. Yeah. For sure. They get from him that he uncovered this seal, right? And like some stuff from about that. So they go and they have to cover it back up. I think at some point in here, Giles showed up. No, not yet. Really? Not oh, yet. Oh, no, no, no. I saw his name and I freaked out. Yes. <laughs> right. I have, a, I have a note that just says Tony, all in caps. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm so, so confused. We're, so they're going we're almost to there. find the seal. Yeah. They're going to find the seal. They're under the high school. And I have a picture that it's very poorly lit because they're in the goddamn basement. Is this is Andrew? Yeah. Is this Xander and Andrew having a little bromance moment? Right. This is the ship that I'm trying to start. Oh, it's great. probably exists already because it is just like, this is at his core who Xander is as well. He's a big nerd. It's got a lot of what I'll call canonical support in right, that yeah. it seems to be something the show is into too. <laughs> I really think the show's into it, right? I'm not just... Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. You're, like, this is not explicit in the text, but reading between <laughs> the lines, we may see. And I just love that, you know, Xander lets his guard down and has this adorable nerd <laughs> moment with Andrew and then is, like, angry at himself about it. Yeah. Because he's like, no, Andrew's lame and a nerd and I don't want to well, be friends with him. Yeah. Right, well, also. was evil. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's good now. He was evil Again. adjacent. <laughs> He just wants to follow someone, He man. does. He needs... <laughs> he really he's does. getting that followship award. But yeah. <laughs> Xandra is not the only thing happening in this basement. There are two more things of note. Number yeah. one, Principal Wood. <laughs> he's creepy. He's got a shovel. I love this shovel scene <laughs> so where much. everyone is holding shovels. It's Don, <laughs> Buffy, and P. Wood. They're all holding shovels and having an awkward conversation in the basement about how Buffy is going to return to work and like, just talking and all, around the shovels. And then they're telling the worst lies about what they're doing in the basement and why they have the shovels, but they all have them. And it's just so transparent that like none of them are telling the truth. Very good stuff. Oh. The second important thing in this scene is that Dawn now has surprise curls. And Michaela, they are worse from the back. They are insane. So I have a picture later called Make Up Your Mind that's a little better lit but blurrier than yours. It's crazy. It's curls on top of straight hair. On top of straight hair. Like, literally, the top layer of her hair has been heavily curled. And then it's pinned straight underneath. What? it looks like... She's like half finished or I don't know. She's some sort of weird Barbie. Like it just 
something about it like okay i i finished getting my pictures for this episode uh-huh. and then i was like oh my god i didn't get a picture of don's hair you and fool. i restarted the episode and found this picture because i was so horrified by it to borrow a quote the back of don's head is ridiculous <laughs> Because from the front, it actually is fine. Yeah, it's like, oh, curls. Those are cool. Sure. Sure. You curled your hair. Back of the head. Do it up, Insane. Ridiculous. Willow's doing a locator spell, trying to find the first evil. It goes somewhat awry. Yeah, thumbs down, certainly. (laughs) She gets pretty bad. mildly possessed for a bit there and may still be possessed. Right. She's like, oh, I can still feel it in me. And Buffy's like, no, it's gone. <laughs> what the fuck is that? like, you what? don't know that, Buffy. What are you talking no, it's about? it's gone. What are you talking about? She just told you she can feel it inside. And you're saying it's gone because you smashed a pot? Like, that's it. Buffy's, like, super confident. No, no, you're you're fine. I mean, I'm not you and can't feel what you're feeling, but I'm real confident. This is the episode, if nothing else, of Buffy being wildly overconfident about things that she has (laughs) no expertise about. She's gonna learn a bit of a lesson there, you know? Oh my god. (laughs) Right. So in the face of this, Buffy's, like, the only logical thing is for me to go out and fight this thing alone and you're like cool Buffy that is your character it's an established trait it is established and you're also like you already fought this thing once and you don't actually know how to kill it because the one of the main ways in which you kill vampires absolutely does not work for you (laughs) anyways okay okay but then Michaela finally we can get to my first fucking segment oh hi this segment and I know you're excited to talk about Giles, so don't worry, it will. This You're segment is called I've Got a Theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. Oh, that's a Giles adjacent thing. It well, is. It's maybe adjacent's a little strong. It's literally a thing Giles says. That's a little Anyhow. weak, yes. Anyway, I've got a theory. Michaela, I watched this episode, thought that's fine, that's great. Today I was going back and taking pictures and I had a conniption. I don't know if I'm using that <laughs> word right, but I like palpitations in my heart. Again, is that even how you say that word? I don't know. But Michaela, yeah. Michaela, why? Why would the real Giles wear corduroy? <laughs> Uh, it's a great question. Have we ever seen him wear co- corduroy before? God, right? no. Think He's about it. Giles. He's Giles. He would never wear corduroy. Does Giles ever physically interact with another character in this episode? That's a great question. And the answer is no. The answer is no. Does Giles mm. ever bring up how or how he escaped the axe to the head or even bring up that there was an axe to the head involved at all? He talks about the fact that the watchers were attacked. Mm-hmm. So potential slayers have been killed. We flash back to those girls being killed at the beginning of the season. We flash back to Tony finding his watcher friend who's been stabbed in the stomach. And at no point is there any mention of the guy with the axe. Oh, also, Giles has some great, great information for the Scoobies. But he's a also, font. Also some, like, <laughs> advice that Buffy seems to disagree with constantly. Mm. Yeah. Whenever he says anything strategically, Buffy says, no, we'll do the opposite. And just goes with it. And my god, Michaela. 
Kayla. Okay, <laughs> either Giles is dead and it's the first, which is such a Joss thing to do. Oh my god. And I'm not supposed to know about it, and I do. And I'm a genius. Or it's a classic <laughs> Dave. Or, or the third option. So the classic Dave is, of course, that I'm horribly wrong about this in every way. Sure. The third option is that this is what the show wants me to think. And it wants me to suspect Giles is a mole. He's actually the first in disguise. And there's no reason for him being so spooky. But he's barely spooky. And if this show doesn't do one thing, it's subtlety. So the fact that they're doing anything subtly, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. So I'm so, so right, it hurts, Michaela. It hurts. <laughs> so clearly I can't comment on this. Oh my god! <laughs> of course What do you can't. mean? Yes. Of course I can't. I can't. <laughs> well, I, that, I love that you that have a proves theory. number two completely wrong. This is not a classic Dave. Because if it was a classic Dave, you'd be laughing at me and go, what, that's insane. Because I'm so far off the mark. So it's either number one or three. It's definitely a one or a three. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Shit. You feel good about it, it not being a classic Dave. Oh, and this is where I actually upload my sixth missing picture. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that now. Which, Ooh. as you will see soon, is titled Giles, in air quote. <laughs> Wait, is it going to upload if it has quotation marks I in it? I don't know. <laughs> It'll upload just fine. Will it download for you? Question uh, mark. Let me let me try to name something with air quotes in it or quotation marks. They're not air quotes. They're real quotes. Oh God, Michaela. Um, I'll just try to rename my prime Drew. Oh no no no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is why yeah. I have called my picture <laughs> quote open quote. <laughs> Mark Great. Giles. This is, yeah. this is solid pod right close here. Close quotation mark. Okay, that's horribly misspelled, but you get the idea. It's in air quotes. Giles. Wow. It showed up so quickly. <laughs> Uh, I do hate this coat. I really want to talk about how ugly it is and how corduroy it is. Because it's not the real Giles. I've called it corduroni. I, which I quite liked. Yeah, but it's it's a super dumb coat. It's an awful it. coat, yeah. No, the real Giles would never wear this <laughs> fucking coat. The fake Giles who is a mole. It's actually the first in disguise because that's what the first does. The first, it, it disguises itself as deceased things like Spike, who is technically <laughs> dead, and Drusilla, who is technically dead, and Giles. Everyone's the first until they hit him, which is why Andrew's definitely not the first. Yeah, we can be sure about that. We are certain that two people are not the first, Buffy and Andrew. <laughs> Yep. I guess Dawn. Dawn smacked Andrew yeah. a bunch. She's so, been, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're both the first. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, who else yeah. has interacted with Andrew? No one. <gasps> oh, no. Who's touching Principal Wood? <clears throat> <laughs> this is actually the best thing about the first is that they could be anyone. I love that the first could be anyone. There are actually rules because P. Wood couldn't be, right? He was using that shovel and he was interacting with Lil J's body. Right. So we did see that. He, maybe he was killed between then and now, and this is not... Yeah, like, I mean, it's unlikely, but right? it's possible, technically, yeah. Andrew, I mean, Xander did it up the ropes, so unless him, Don, and yeah. Andrew are all it's the first... It's, 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 it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But Giles, man, when I figured that out, I was <laughs> fucking crazed. <laughs> 
So we've skipped a little bit over the fact that Giles has shown up with three potential slaves. Oh, awful youths. He's brought them Such here for youths. whatever reason. This fashion victim, all of these fashion victims, but this one in the middle, is her name yeah, Molly? Oof. Yes. Molly, Holly, and Jolly. Annabelle's on the left. Correct, in your, Okay, so I've called my picture potential fashion victims, <laughs> which is incorrect. Wait, did you actually? Oh, you yeah. did? Oh, we both yeah. love fashion victims because they are fashion victims. I've just added potential in there because they're little they're potential slayers. Right, Annabelle's definitely on the left and Kennedy's definitely on the right. Kennedy. So I'm not learning yeah. any of their fucking names because they go off and die and I'm like, good, I didn't have to learn her name. And yeah, Molly, I think, is wearing... Okay, so let's start from the outside in, right? We've got the shiny-ass pink faux fur coat. It is insane. It is so shiny and like, it's like a bath rug. Oh, it's so awful. (laughs) I hate it so much. And I think the next thing outside is her, what are these? That's the sleeves. Is it, are they just called sleeves when they are like the half glove, but they go up to your elbow? I think so. I don't know what you would call them. And like, they have a little thumb hole. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. sort of punk, I guess. She, right? Punk adjacent. Except she's got these curled pigtails. Oh, and you're I like, don't know. Who made you wear pigtails? That's so unfortunate. And like, she's wearing a kilt, right? <laughs> she's wearing a like, kilt. <laughs> And then this because she's British, fucking energy drink shirt. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what this shirt oh, is. God, it's Good all awful. Lord. In comparison, the other potentials are so fine. Like, yeah. sure, Kennedy's wearing a jean jacket. Whatever, doesn't it's matter. Fine. She looks like a normal person. Yeah, and so does Annabelle. Sure. Yeah. Molly's crazy looking. Crazy. Oh man. Yeah. So oh, they're oh, horrid youths. Yeah. So it's been eight episodes. Since they had that German girl die at the beginning of the episode. And now they're like, we're explaining it. And you're like, people stopped caring about this a long time ago. Right? It's been months. Literal months. Yeah, you waited two months. Like, no one gives a shit anymore. No one gives a fuck. If you had done it consistently all the way through, 10 of them is crazy to do this in on every episode. You should have bumped this episode up and been like, here are what potentials are. They're gonna be right. fucking important. Like, there were episodes where we didn't talk about Giles, we didn't talk about potentials, anything like that at all. And like, we could have restructured things very easily. <laughs> no, no, we had to have that him episode, which is the <laughs> duplicate of the other episode. Or that one Fuck. where the girl dies and nothing could be done about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, those were real keepers. Right, so Giles stole, sorry, Giles stole a bunch of files, sorry, files from the watchers before he bounced. That's so funny. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm so enchanted with that. Okay, okay, I'm fine. So he knows a couple things about the first. And he's pretty bleak against their chances against this thing. And I mean, yeah, if he was real Giles, he'd be like, no, we can all do it. We can band together. But he's fake Giles and he's pretty bleak about the whole thing. I do love that he's back and he just has so many pages of exposition to to read and learn. Oh my God. I, 
I'm so frustrated by the fact that they put as much exposition in his mouth as they do, and they don't give us more about the uber vamp or the potentials. Like, no. arguably the important things, and they get, not entirely under the rug, but like, pretty under the rug. I was expecting potentials to be a big thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you suggesting they introduce a concept and explain it in the same episode? Oh, sorry, that'd be crazy. That's insane! Uh, next yeah. episode will be an exploration of what potentials are shit it might be oh god <laughs> or maybe in two episodes who's, who's three episodes <laughs> right which one's the really bad one yeah something like that oh uh, this is this is just like a kind of a slump yes many episodes to come that i'll just blur together no doubt they're gonna blur yeah just like these have it's gonna be a lot more of this <laughs> So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Giles is like, hey, we're fucked against this thing. There's nothing we can do. We might as well just lie down and slit our own throats. I'm paraphrasing slightly here. And Buffy's like, no, old man, nuts to you. I'm gonna go and get the most firepower possible in the form of Spike. And you're like, what is her deal? Excuse me? What? Isn't he? Spike? Spike? Him? Him? <laughs> Like, calm down, Buffy. This is the only powerful person you know? That's, first of all, strictly untrue. Call Angel! Call Angel! Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Angel's having a really bad time right now. It's Angel season four. Oh. She can't call Angel. Oh, interesting. Call No, it's not. It's not Not interesting. interesting. (laughs) It's just a clusterfuck. Can can we call Faith? She's in jail. Oh, all right. Um, So maybe Spike is literally their best bet, huh? (laughs) Who else would be a good bet at this point? That's a good question. Who do they know who's actually powerful? I guess that's a. It's a lot of Buffy just killing things. Buffy Buffy kills everything. Yeah. Man, it's like her actions have consequences. Mm. If she had formed some sort of alliance, right? Like Drusilla seems crazy. Sure, sure, sure. But maybe that's all an act. Although no, Drusilla was actually on board for ending the earth so she's probably with the first in this case that's true yeah yeah that's a good point anyway Mm. spike is getting drowned despite vampires not needing to breathe so that's going well for him she's dead cpr you have to do it i have no breath Yes, I am referring to those several times when Angel's like, I don't know, man, I don't smell any poison gas. I don't breathe. Right. And Spike is drowning? Yeah. Question mark? It's a and then I guess it's not, plain and simple. Not really. Right? Yeah. I mean, there are other ways to torture him. Mm-hmm. This is maybe the easiest to show on TV. Yeah, it's the most Bloodwatch friendly, probably. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Remember when Angel was talking about chainsaws and how that whole <laughs> right? thing had passed him by? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good times. Shit. Good times. That was so some quality times. Ooh. Quality Ooh. stuff. Yeah. Um. So, you know, UV's here. That's what I'm I'm going with for Uber Vamp. Uber Vamp. Yeah, yeah. UV. Yeah. And I'm like, you know... I know that there's a gnarl in there, right? right. Because it's the same guy. And all I could think the whole time was like the prosthetics on the face, like all the face makeup Mm -hmm. are making it really hard for any sort of emotion other than spooky. (laughs) I've actually got a real question about this. So UV is played by the same guy who played gnarl, right? 
Yeah. Yuffie is doing a lot of like acrobatic shit in this episode. That is great Damn, that, like, fight wall choreo. Kick? The wall kick. That's exactly oh! what I was thinking of. The wall kick's amazing. Holy shit. It's so he good. jumps up on a wall, kicks off of it, and does a spinning kick to Buffy, and you're like, it's shit. Amazing. Yes. Okay, so that's a hype, stunt guy hype. in the, the UV makeup, right? So they've got like I would a real imagine. character actor and then a stunt actor. Which seems like a waste now that you say it out loud. Like, why is he not just a stuntman? <laughs> that's a good question. And then I guess the next question is, is there a stuntman or is that Gnarl all the way? Okay, actually two things here. One, if it is Gnarl all the way, mad props to that actor. It's amazing. Yeah. He's doing a great job in that case. Even if he if it isn't, he's still doing a wonderful job as both of these characters. That's He's bringing them to life. Uh, number two, when you look at UV, his arm arms are pretty small like yeah they're not they're not wimpy but compared to most people that i would think of as a stunt actor they're, yeah. they're on the small side so they may have actually wanted something that was thinner and more like skeletal-esque than a bulked up urukai looking asshole to play this guy yeah because i think that is sort of the yeah the aesthetic that they're going for so i'm in the stunt section of the imdb page hmm. so we've got stunt double for james marsters okay stunt double for emma caulfield and then and stunt double uncredited <laughs> which oh. I don't and it's a guy so I have to imagine that's uber vamp stunt double my real question be? is why is Emma Caulfield doing stunts in this episode <laughs> it's a great question and I can't remember a time that there would be a reason for it <laughs> like last episode maybe she was getting thrown around a bit as the cultists attacked but this episode good question no I'm looking at bring on the night yeah that's what this is called right yeah. who fucking remembers <laughs> These episode titles, shit, they are not evocative. No. It's interesting because I don't see Buffy's stunt double credited. So I'm just what? wondering now if this, like that, and that's insane. Yeah, that's obviously... crazy. Obviously, Buffy has a lot of stunts in this episode. Yeah. Oh, was Emma Caulfield's stunt double doubling as Buffy's stunt double in this case? Oh, maybe. Did they throw a slightly different wig on her when Buffy's stunt double was unavailable? <laughs> yeah, you never know. That'd be amazing. That'd be a nice step up, eh? Maybe? I don't know. You're getting paid for a lot more know. stunts, so. Yeah, that's gotta be better. It's gotta be better, sure. Yeah. All right. Anyhow. Back to the episode. We got Buffy and Giles going patrolling because leaving the potentials at home alone is a great plan, you know. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, they're going back. Back to the abandoned <sighs> Christmas tree lot where Buffy saw the bringers doing a ritual underground the last time the first was here. Oh, speaking of missed exposition, bringers. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. Assholes. They just fucking dropped yeah. it in there. They dropped it. They didn't explain shit. Sure, 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 sure. Giles came back and he told them about the <laughs> harbingers or bringers, which are probably the same word, whatever. Uh, but like, yeah, yeah, you've got yeah. this much exposition and you're not telling me about the harbingers? Are you fucking kidding me? We only had time for exposition about the first okay. <laughs> apparently <laughs> shit <laughs> oh, character building uh, moments for andrew took precedence all right i'm into it i'm i as a person that knows everything i'm definitely on the side of that but <laughs> speaking of into uh one of the potentials uh, kennedy might be uh, uh, a little bit into what willow's dishing out here yeah i don't know how much you should talk about kennedy kennedy is like the most she had the most lines i would say <laughs> yes. of any of the potentials and like, she is into Willow. Right, which is very spicy. <laughs> and like, maybe this will be a thing. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath, sure. I hate Kennedy. Oh, lovely. I said it. Okay. I hate her. So we'll see how that develops. 
I love it. I love this season because it's like Nancy, fuck her. We don't need to hear from her ever again. Kennedy, she's got stay in power. And I'm like, show you're interesting. You do things that take me honestly by surprise. But this is the problem, right? We have these potentials. We know they're coming. They will be recurring, even though they seemed unimportant this episode, I will admit. But like, we can't have the Nancys and the Kits and the unnamed Latin extras <laughs> oh, stay around. Oh, oh, I was I was recently editing the episode and I told you by text, but his name is Carlos Trejo, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is <laughs> so dumb. Oh my god, it's offensive in a way that only Buffy yeah. the Vampire Slayer manages to be whenever it deals with issues of minorities. We've got gypsy curses. We've got P-Wood being <laughs> from the hood. And we've got our Carlos Trejoses. And I'm like... Like, has there been another hispanic person on this show oh, yes inca mummy girl inca mummy girl uh, yep. there was the guy what was his name fuck oh oh i was gonna say something that was really offensive <laughs> and incorrect <laughs> so i would keep that to myself i'm gonna i'm gonna remember his name you know i'm like a my mind is like a steel trap. like a steel trap <laughs> bad at catching air yep um, Inca Mummy oh! Girl. What's Got it. Fucking name. Does it start with an R? It's a terrible pod. I don't know. <laughs> Sven! It's not Sven. No, it's not Sven. Rodney Munson! It's not Rodney Munson. No. Oh, you're bad at this. Peruma! It's not Peruma. Impada! No, no, no. That's the girl. Yes, that's what the guy's name is. Oh, it is! Right! Empanada! <laughs> How could I forget about <laughs> Empanada? <laughs> Oh no. And I I want to be clear that I did not look that up. No, you got there before I did and I was looking yeah, it up. Yeah, and you're you're on the page. <laughs> I was literally yeah. on the page. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, good times. Where were we? Uh, Where, okay. What were we talking about? Potentials. It's fine. Um, oh, right. One of them's into Willow. Kennedy's going to be a fuck, fuck off old person. Uh, yeah. Whatever. G-Man and the Buffster, they find the cave where they first found the bringers slash harbingers, the same thing. Sure, sure. And man, we see that the that UV is played by the same guy who played Gnarl. He is doing the exact same spooky walk as Gnarl did you know, past the camera. <laughs> when this like flitting shadow thing <laughs> was happening you're just like they they know they did this <laughs> nigh on seven episodes ago right I'm just like, imagine the same guy this actor being like i'm sorry you want me to do what and they're like like walk by the camera but like spooky like and he's spooky. like you mean like this and they're like yeah that's great and he's like i i was just here doing this and they're like oh sure we've probably got that on b-roll do it again <laughs> Yeah, right? Man, like, it's questionable. A uh, fun fact about about this guy uh-huh. is that he was also one of the gentlemen. Mm, I would have expected right? so. Like, honestly, the fact that yeah. th- this guy isn't DJ is almost surprising to me. Yeah. But that's fine. We, we love Doug Jones, but he doesn't have to be on every episode. <laughs> and I have to imagine that, well, so A, he's a lot more he's expensive. He's a lot more, more B, expensive. I think he's very tall. Mm, yes. Yes, he is. Yes. And like, that doesn't work in every situation. Like, Gnarl being very tall no, no, doesn't no. work. No, it's supposed to be a Because it needs to be more of like a goblin sort of. Yeah. yeah. And and even the UV, like having him be smallish, but still just kicking the hell out of everyone is great. 
Yeah. Okay, so Buffy has fallen down into this cave. Giles is still up top because he didn't fall through. Whatever. He's going to stay up there and (laughs) do nothing. Nothing physically interactive at all. So Buffy's down here fighting UV. And this is the first of our continuing 20 minutes of on and off fight scenes between these two characters. It's a lot of fighting. It's a lot of fighting. Between these two characters. But it's great. That's where all the budget went for this episode. And I've got to imagine the writers are like, all right. And then they fight. Done. Hey, hit the pub early, right, guys? Guys, hey, but you know, you do make a good point about the fact that Buffy is clearly down in this hole fighting something, and when she's trying to get out of it, Giles doesn't help Giles her. Giles does not help her at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's almost uh, like you had notes about this hinting at something that other Davids, less observant Davids, <laughs> would not be aware of. I like Asshole. this. <laughs> this like bubble of conspiracy that you've built around yourself oh it goes all the way down <laughs> okay right uh, fight scene there's one thing from the fight scene that really stands out two things I guess whatever um, sure. the first thing is when the uber vamp does a sick double air kick right so it's when you launch oh, yourself yeah. up and you kick with both <laughs> legs which is if you're keeping track at home twice the kick per kick that's double twice the value twice the kick per kick I mean this is a double value kind of guy you know for sure He's here. He's ready to go. He's getting staked. It's not working. Doesn't matter. Fuck you, Buffy. Oh that one thing you know how to do <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't work. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So this goes poorly. Well, you know what? Over the... Of the two fights that Buffy's going to have today, this one goes great. This one does go a lot better, it's true. Yeah. Comparatively, right? It's all about, yeah. Turns out UV can get staked. That's fine. Doesn't like the sun so much. So Buffy crawls out of this hole. It's coming after her, but the sun is just coming up at a convenient time. And yeah, no more UV. I can't believe that you didn't say UV didn't like UV. Shit, this is the problem. Like, I wasn't calling that. What are you doing with your life? I don't know. I'm so Why? bad at this. Uber vamp is so many letters. Why would you want to type all those letters? I know. Uh, well, I mean, it's better than... Okay. Oh, actually, this is a great, like, guessing game, right? I want you to tell me how wrong <laughs> okay. I am about what I've written down about what these things are called. Because UV, we've been introduced to him. They go back home. Giles definitely does <laughs> not excited. interact with the back door of the Sunny D home. And when I watched this scene again, I was like, oh, shit, I'm so right. Because he enters after Buffy. Buffy closes the door, even though she went through first. And he's just got his hands in his pockets. And he actually ducks out of the way and then looks back at the door as if to say, that didn't go through me, right? Did you catch when he arrives initially and Buffy makes as if to hug him? She goes to hug him. And the potentials zip in front of him. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, And he just ducks out of the way. Again, hands in the pockets. He's not, he's not being very handsy right now. I (laughs) did not catch any of this on the first viewing. And honestly, I hope it gets resolved within six episodes because I can't keep, like this episode is going out in six weeks and we've got 12 episodes episodes left and my wife's gonna hear this so unless this gets like brought up in a bigger way i'm gonna spoil it six weeks later oh no we should maybe you should put like a note in your phone no 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 that's too expensive five weeks from now one week until spoilers (laughs) okay yeah actually that's a good point Right, so I want you to tell me how close I get with the na- the proper name oh, of the Uber Oh, no, I'm Vance. very excited because I know what it is. And when Giles said it, I was like, oh, that didn't really come out the way I expected. All right, so I've got two guesses here because he says it twice Good. and I heard yep. vastly different things both times. A Turakan, 
Turakana. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the last bit. I think the last bit is Khan. And I've spelled that no. K-H-A-N. You've tell, told me no. Actually, yes. Yes and no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the first part is where I really went differently. It's got a T somewhere in yeah, it. Yeah, that's Near correct. Near the start, I'm going to say. <laughs> First, I heard Atuda Khan, which I've spelled as A T U D A Khan. And, and then I've got Turnakhan, T U R. That's much closer. Khan. Okay, what is it? It's a Turak Han. Mm. So the second part is is Han, but it does end with K, so I can hear for sure how you're hearing the Khan. Turak Han. But it's T U R O K H A N. Oh, I'm so close. I got the... The second one, you're very I got the dash in the wrong place. Yeah, that's fine. And I mean, like, British R's, right? The the RN is kind of acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I got way closer than I thought. Oh, man, Giles saying it is is definitely going to be worse for you. Yeah. I mean, I heard Atuta Khan first. Because the first time he said it, I was like, what did he just just say? And I knew what the word was. (laughs) All right, so that's fine. It's a fancy name for a UV. That's that's all good. It's spooky. Spooky. But all the big... Baby uh, yeah, and then get to hear about this whole thing too. Within within a couple sentences, Buffy has already called it an Uber vamp, mm-hmm. which is a very Buffy speak thing to call it, and is a lot easier for the audience than constantly being like the Turakhan is coming. <laughs> yeah. Tur- no, I'm saying Turakhan, not Turakhan. <laughs> it see. It sounds like Turakhan. The stress is yeah. in entirely a different place. Yeah, you got to hit that K and then, like, give it space to breathe. It's not Alohomora. It's uh, Wingardium Leviosa, not Leviosa. Leviosa. Uh, yeah. Idiots. <laughs> idiots, fools. All right. What are we doing? Buffy's still okay, not sleeping. Buffy's asleep. Uh, well, she's napping at, like, really bad times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is indeed. So she is napping at work, and we get another, the second... <laughs> Joyce vision this episode. This fucking Shit. zipper so, sleeve. <laughs> okay, you've got yes, it's the zipper sleeve, and I've got surprise zipper. Because Buffy's wearing a nice professional blazer. She's at work. She knows yeah. what's up. She's looking at it. She's got her blazer. You know, her, her forearm is all bruised up. She wants to get a look at it. So what does she do? The most natural thing in the world. She unzips she her, her sleeve. sleeve. Are you fucking kidding me? The sleeve. And at first when she did it i was like did she just rip her yeah i was like open i thought her blazer just didn't close at the wrist but no it's a zipper sleeve it's a zipper sleeve like they either had to make this garment or find it specifically for this scene like what in the fuck is this like just have her push her sleeve up like a normal person what is she doing guys if zipper sleeve blazers are a real thing i need to know about them they're crazy why why do you have the zipper what's the point of being able to unzip it i don't know i don't know uh i have a sad fact for you we're pouring one (gasps) out for joyce yeah i figured this would probably be the last last time we actually see christine sutherland who i'm going to call still radiant i believe ageless yeah she is just she looks great and i do like that you know if this is going to be her last time on this show she is acting like like Joyce yes. rather than the first. Which is why Amber Benson didn't want to be on there, but yeah. 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 Pour one out for Joyce. She was great though. Well, she okay. Was. No. <laughs> Christine she Sutherland wasn't. was great. Yeah. She was a much worse mother than I expected her to be. And then I remembered because, you know, I never really
really thought that hard about it before now. Turns out, man. Oh boy. And the problem with it is, you know, she's not a very good mother for four years, right? <laughs> right. We get to season five. Uh, she's taking pretty good care of Dawn. Yeah. And then there's a lot of sympathy because she's got this brain tumor. Bad things are happening. You're like, oh no, Joyce, you're really concerned. And you sort of forget yeah. that she wasn't a great mom for those first four years. Until you remember her throwing a glass and t- telling Buffy to try not being a slayer. And then you're like, oh, right. this was a yeah. coded gay metaphor for the first three years. <laughs> and then it turned into yeah. heroin? Huh. <laughs> Who's to say, man? Yeah, so Buffy's here. She's having her nap. And it turns out that she fell asleep while counseling a student? Okay, this is... I We should have had it for a while, but this is a so lucky to have her drop. Those kids are damn lucky having a slayer and a friend on campus there for them. Those kids are damn lucky. Yes. Those yes, kids are is. so lucky to have so you, lucky. Buffy. They're so yeah, lucky Buffy. to have you there watching out for them. Buffy doesn't show up to work. <laughs> She's in the basement with this shovel. She's falling asleep during student counseling <laughs> sessions. She should be fired. <laughs> it doesn't matter how little money they have and how few resources. No. She's Fire detrimental yes, to your school. To the students. Yes. <laughs> oh, Ugh. and then she wakes up from this. She's like, I don't remember your name, poor student. He leaves pretty pissed. And she's like, well, better do some research about my problems online instead of trying to be a better employee. Yo, she tries to tell him that she's hip and she relates to the young people. Oh, God, that, that resonates with me in such a way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really, that I felt, you know. <laughs> But then she starts Googling the word evil and you're like, Buffy, someone needs to teach you how to how to do online searches. I think I think she uses the search online site. It's not Google, right? It's not Google. I, I should be more it's clear. It's got a huge search word on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and P. Wood gives her a talk about true evil. He says some top quality, like, obscure nonsense about liking mystery movies where you don't find out what's going on underneath until the very end. He's just laying it on so thick. And then as he walks away, he has this evil grin on his face. Oh, man. All I could think is, do they really, like, what are they trying to say? (laughs) Are they just really wanting us to be distracted from Giles? Is that what's happening? Sure. Hmm. Yeah, probably, (laughs) right? Oh, so ridiculous. And it worked. It worked until my second viewing of this episode where I started thinking about the fact of the whole incorporeal thing and no hugs for Buffy? Question mark. Mm. Michaela, do you want to hit a quick second segment? Yeah, yeah. No such thing as a segment. This segment huh. is brought to you from the WTTH offices about our two favorite facts from the last seven-ish days. And in no cool. particular order, here we go. Starting with my fact this week, I learned recently, today even, that the that a word that means the opposite of itself is called a contronym or a Janus word. So an example of Ooh. this is oversight, which originally meant to watch over something closely and gradually took on the alternate but equally valid meaning of something that has slipped by even careful notice oh shit right yeah interesting so there are a few of these a delight i'm also going to highlight on a more personally relevant note for both of us uh, a phrase here and this phrase is it's all downhill from here which (laughs) depending on the context 
either means that you have just reached the summit after a long and difficult journey and everything from here is easy and good, or you have just ascended to the peak of your performance and everything beyond this point is worse. So... It's either very good from here on out or very bad from here on out. And honestly, depending on the context, it means either one. Contronyms. Contronyms. That is very lovely. Our second fact this week, Michaela. I learned that in World War One and Two, the Canadian Army had what you might think of as a lumberjack corps. <gasps> oh, this is so personally relevant because of our D&D game. Oh shit, tell me more about the in lumberjack which... corps. So they were actually called the Canadian Forestry Corps, <gasps> and <laughs> their nickname was the Sawdust Fusiliers. Oh, shit. <laughs> so during the First World War, they needed lots of wood for various things, right? Sure. You've got, you have to build things. you got to mine the trenches timbers, with timbers. Crates, yeah, yeah. wood, whatever. You need wood for a lot of reasons. The British government concluded that there was no one more experienced or qualified in the British Empire to harvest timber than the Canadians. <laughs> Okay. So, <laughs> originally they were going to have us harvest our fine Canadian wood <laughs> and ship it there. And then they were like, this is insane. This is going to be very costly. So instead, they sent the Canadians over to Europe to cut down trees there. Isn't that bad? Like... <laughs> Isn't part of why we're good at forestry that we have large exploitable forests? Hey man, isn't that how we get good forestry services? (laughs) Don't they have fewer trees when they're being blown up? I'm gonna tell you what this badge was, and it's the most fucking Canadian thing you've ever heard. It's a circle with a beaver on top, (laughs) superimposed on a pair of crossed axes. At the center of the circle is a maple leaf with the imperial state crown. Ah, oh, okay. So obviously the British Empire, generally, like, not great for the world. But it was so silly when you hear about it. It's just so ridiculous. Oh my god. Oh, I love it so much. The sawdust fusiliers. Holy shit. So there you go. That's what I learned. Also today, actually. Perfect. Okay. Back to the episode. We've got some stuff about Buffy not sharing responsibility, which I thought might be a character development moment because they were laying it on so thick this episode, but it turns out it's not. Yeah, no. The potentials ask for some weapons and people are like, nah, nah, nah. Sorry, Buffy particularly is like, oh no, that sounds like a bad idea. Why would you get weapons? I'm going to arm my carpenter friend and my witch friend who is currently not able to do any magic. Right? Like, these potentials, which really, again, has not been explained. <laughs> Hasn't. They, they, but they're little Kendras, right? Yeah. They had watchers. They've been training because they will perhaps one day be called to be the Slayer and they're supposed to prepare before that. They've used weapons before. Buffy saying no to them is crazy. Oh, it's man. so insane. She does like, relent, thankfully. But my God, yeah. the fact that this is not just... Giles saying, hey, don't give them weapons. That'd be a bad idea. Yeah. What were the, what are they doing? Uh, it's fine, but whatever. Andrew's still tied up. That's great too. And you've got a, a picture scarf because why not? Uh, scarf because why not, Michaela? This outfit is so bad for fighting. <laughs> Buffy has it's chosen. Like, hey, strangle me. <laughs> to get ready with a long, long scarf. 
so long and like just so unnecessary. And her face. I right guess it'd now. be harder to bite her in the neck. It's true. But like the Uber vamp doesn't really seem to be about that. No. You know. Her face right mm. now says, "I'm sorry, Willow, but I can't share any of my crushing responsibility with the <laughs> likes of you. I must carry it alone." Uh, Despite literally four people showing up to help me thi- today. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I do love Willow has a line here that is just so Buffy speak. It contains three noises. <laughs> you know, here before with the magic going all ah and me going all ee and everything getting all rrr. Like, how was that written in the script, you know? <laughs> you gotta think there's gonna be a writer on set at all times to just be like, this is really the feel we're going for here. Yeah, yeah. I, you have to at, at that point if you're gonna put noises in the script. And thank goodness I didn't remember any of the potential's names because one of them runs away and gets killed. And I'm like, check that one off the list. Don't have to know her name. Yeah, I mean, it, it's that classic, she was the one who kept saying, no, the Slayer knows what we're what she's doing she's going to protect us and then she panics and runs which is just the worst idea it's a crazy terrible idea so we haven't established whether or not the uber vamp can get in here sure but like uh, aren't we erring on the side of he can't because he's a vampire right like doesn't giles know anything about that come on giles oh man can you tell us more exposition giles it would be useful if giles (laughs) knew more about this guy uv wouldn't it Huh? Wouldn't it just? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do. I do appreciate and like not to be callous, mm-hmm. but I appreciate how quickly Annabelle gets killed. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Go on. Because it makes it. It makes me feel like there are real consequences. Oh yeah. In the sense that the there are very very big stakes. And not the kind that won't kill this vampire. True story. And the cross, Michaela, it does nothing. It does nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Annabelle has been wearing a cross. They've been less OP, but like this one fully does nothing. UV knocks it off of Annabelle's neck. Like it does not affect him at all. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. I mean, he's a badass. I'm honestly like, not that I want to root for the (laughs) Uber vamp, but like he's coming off pretty cool. <laughs> I got the impression at some point that Uber vamps were like, maybe from you, not very cool. I don't know. Did you have that impression or were you just dismissing Uber vamps as like, oh yeah, that comes up at episode 10 and is like basically irrelevant at the end of the season? I don't know if I ever gave you that impression. Okay. Maybe I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I had that incorrectly, but yes, UV seems pretty neat right now. He's great. He, you know, he kills Annabelle. Buffy shows up looking for Annabelle, finds UV and they have another big fight and that's it's gonna be great. Oh, such a good fight. I think maybe that's what I'm more excited about. Yeah. Just like the level of fight choreography. Fight that we're choreo getting here. going up. The dropping of the bunch of pipes on UV. <laughs> Which he's Such basically pipes. unfazed by. Doesn't give a shit. And then, yeah. as we mentioned, the wall kick. The wall kick's fucking Woo-hoo! amazing. So good. I love it all so much. Yeah, and this goes very, very badly for Bobby. She gets buried under, I would say, quite a non-insignificant amount of rubble. You have to imagine that he intentionally just left her there and was like, ha, I'm not threatened by you, so I don't feel the need to kill you. Oh, he even got a taste of that Slayer blood, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's good shit. Yo, she... She spit it at him. And you're like, what are you right? doing? You're going to juice him up? Terrible like, idea. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yes, Buffy's buried under a bunch of rubble, eventually found by her friend 
ends with Giles not lifting a finger. I don't even know if Giles is here, honestly. He's there, but it doesn't show anyone, like, moving things. I guess Xander moves some stuff. Yeah, he's a carpenter. He moves things. That's his job, you know? (laughs) I like that they have actually resorted to boarding up the window until this all blows over. (laughs) So that he doesn't keep re-fucking fitting this window. Yo, windows are expensive, I imagine. Yeah, right? Glass? Mm. And just, like, constantly having to carefully put it back in this frame only for hours later for it to be shattered again right because like every night you gotta figure something bad's gonna happen yeah it's not going great spike has been having a bad time this entire time oh yeah i mean it's just a lot of spike being tortured and drew saying drew stuff except as spike points out the real drew is crazier (laughs) than the first i love that yes he he also tells the first to get bent and that is a direct quote so that's great too we love him yeah yeah He's not having a great time, but he's still great. And he's hanging on because he knows that Buffy genuinely believes in him. Mm -hmm. And like, that's enough for him to put up with this torture, basically. So everyone's going to Gloomtown in Shea Summers. You know, Giles might or might not be leading this whole train to Gloomsville. We don't know. (laughs) Buffy has donned her tracksuit of sadness. Ah, uh, good. Let's the take same tracksuit yeah, yeah, yeah. that she wore oh, that after Cassie was killed. Velvety tracksuit of <laughs> sadness, velour, velour and brown. Oh, it's oh. just disgusting. Now Buffy's looking probably the worst we've ever seen her look. Uh, beauty is never tarnished until it is. <laughs> Oof. Right. So yeah, Giles is is conductor of Gloom Town Express. Everyone's having a bad time and Buffy comes out and gives the first of what will be many speeches. Oh, no. oh you can't even imagine oh, how many speeches. No. <laughs> oh, I just saw my life flash before my eyes, but it was the, <laughs> the future. Speeches. It's the future because it's all of these fucking speeches where every episode we're going to have to learn that, guys, we can keep fighting. We can win this thing. We'll take the fight to it. We won't quit. We're better than this. Good is better than evil. We got 12 episodes oh. left. <laughs> like, you know. What are they going to do for 12 episodes? I don't know. Episode 13, <laughs> calling it right now. This is going to be a classic day, uh, right? Uh, it starts off with Buffy beginning to give a speech, and then it's just <laughs> various montage scenes, vignettes, if you will, of action mm. happening as Buffy continues to give what turns out to be a 42-minute long speech. <laughs> oh, sounds just fantastic. I'm calling it right I'm now. I'm into that. Yeah. That, yep. that actually sounds like a better episode than many of the upcoming ones will be. Honestly, if that was next episode and the entire thing was just a badass training montage, I'd be kind of into it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I should be a writer for Buffy. Summon the time machine. It. Oh, wow. This is what you're going to use it for? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Great. Best use there can be. So yeah, inspirational speech. Gonna go out, fight the enemy. Great times. Boom, boom. Done the The episode. crux of this speech for me, was that Buffy has been told that this thing, this ultimate evil, this incorporeal, unpunchable thing <laughs> is out there. And she says, we're going to take the fight to it. <laughs> we're I can punch, punch anything. Punch it. <laughs> 
Like, isn't that what this speech is about? Oh, I haven't watched the anime One Punch Man, but I really feel like I should at this point. Because I'm sure this is exactly the sort of thing that he actually struggles with and learns from, rather than Buffy, who's just like, Who does not. I can still punch it if I punch real hard. (laughs) If I punch it first. Sure. It's not expecting that. Well, this thing immune to regular punch. But what about Big Punch? Everyone, get together. Do Biggest Punch. Enemy be sad. That's Buffy. Oh, that's... uh, Wow, I thought that she was here in the room with us. Didn't you just... Yeah, so that is an episode, Michaela. Do you remember this episode as distinct from either of its neighbors? (laughs) No. (laughs) Just... This is 105 out of 144. And yet we got 16 pictures from this episode and a Giles conspiracy theory that I am proud of. (laughs) So I'll call it a win. Honestly, again, I didn't have a bad time. Never having a bad time. It's just so forgettable. Yeah, but there's just enough in here that I enjoyed. Like all of the P-Wood chewing up the scenery, just laying it on so thick that he's so evil or whatever just fantastic stuff i love every interaction that andrew has it's so sad but like since they are forced to have everyone together in this house people are getting things to do that they would not normally get to do because normally they're forgotten you know but everyone's Literally here forgotten. everyone's part of the gang all the time so i love it yeah all right i will not remember this episode as distinct from any other episodes god no 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 but that's fine uh, sweet jump off the wall kick that was that was awesome that was great just phenomenal stuff all right yeah michaela what is the best outfit from this episode i know you're gonna think this is insane but that zipper sleeve (laughs) nonsense like i would be so hyped to have zipper sleeves like that (laughs) like what when do you employ the zippers or sorry deploy them casually you're just like standing somewhere and you're like oh it's a bit warm in here and you unzip your sleeves like it's no big deal you mad woman yeah you just cause this stir and everyone's like is that (laughs) is it her does she do you see the sleeves are they is she unzipping them they'd be talking for days about the sleeves right yeah she just unzipped them like it was fine like it was no big deal no big deal at all yep (laughs) right Michaela, you will be surprised to hear that Teeks has not reviewed this episode. Oh, I am not surprised. As as a consolation prize, we are going back to, I believe, the review that endeared Teeks to me the most and got me launched on this whole Teeks train. Because I, oh, no. I started telling you about Teeks far before right. we actually started integrating Teeks into the pod. Yeah, yeah. You were obsessed. Michaela, we're going back. Entranced. To Reptile Boy. Oh, I knew it. I knew it was going to be Reptile Boy. I'm so astonished we haven't done a Reptile Boy before on this. Because, holy God. It, again, it kicked off everything. And I want you to tell me two things. Number one, what do you think it's rated? And first off, I'll tell you what its average rating is on IMDb. Because this is what made me really mad right it's higher than a 7.6 i will tell you that right now holy shit my recollection is that you became enchanted with teeks because teeks gave reptile boy like a nine out of it is a nine out of ten that's correct yeah yeah Yeah. nine out of ten for reptile boy 
insane. Crazy. <laughs> that's... No, that's almost criminal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, and the one with what, Michaela? Oh, um, the one with the frat party? The one with the fraternity. So good. Oh, was, wow. Yeah, I'm like, what's in this episode? Frat guys. God. And a giant snake, but I mean, everything that about this describe. fucking review slash summary is perfect, and obviously you can see why I got enchanted. Because it starts <laughs> out with the line, "How have I not reviewed this already?" <laughs> And then it goes on to state, I clearly didn't remember it enough to write a review, so I just rated it. But now that I have rewatched this episode, I am so happy to be able to write this review. I absolutely love this episode. Another reason why I'm so surprised I hadn't done it already. And reading this first paragraph, I was hooked. Hooked! Right. Because you're just like, what is this madness? Who? Who looks at Reptile Boy and thinks that it's good? In this episode, Cordelia wants to go to a fraternity party so she can try, comma, and lock, dash down a man. Lockdown is one hyphenated word. Oh boy. But one of the guys was impressed with Buffy, so she reluctantly asks her to come to the party with her. Meanwhile, the gang discovers that girls have gone missing, comma, on this day, comma, every few years, period. Xander goes to the frat hyphen house because it's near where one of the girls went missing it turns out that the fraternity fraternity is always capitalized guys the fraternity have been sacrificing women to a giant snake that's in air quotes demon for decades in return for wealth comma and power ugh how pathetic is that Anyway, comma, Buffy, comma, and Cordelia end up being almost sacrificed, comma, but Buffy being Buffy, comma, kills the demon, comma, and all the boys, comma, and their relatives who were also frat brothers, comma, end up going to jail. What? What? That's so wildly wrong. And it, like, that sentence really sounded like Buffy killed the giant snake and all the boys. That, that's like, what it implies. Yeah. Buffy being Buffy kills the demon and all the boys and their relatives who are also frat brothers end up going to jail. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was parsing it the other way. No, no, no. All the boys and their relatives go to jail. But no, it sounds a lot more like Buffy kills the snake and the boys. Yes. And then their relatives go to jail. Yeah. That's untrue. Fucking insanity. Fun fact. Cordelia tells Buffy not to wear black because it's one of the signature things. One of her signature things. But at the party, Buffy wears a black dress. Fun fact, the second oh god it keeps oh going during the giant snake scene buffy is seen wearing flats when she walks up to up the stairs a moment later she's wearing chunky heels i assume this was because <laughs> most actresses wear flats during their fight scenes and are not usually seen fun fact the third bitches oh my god what greg vaughn's name is spelled wrong in the opening titles Best part of the episode? Everything. Worst part of the episode? The horrible frat boys being mean to Xander. Overall, Uh, I give this episode a 9 out of 10, which in my ratings book is amazing. Now that is the bonkersest shit I've ever read on the fucking internet. 
It's insane. It's pure, pure madness in its most pure Teeks form, I guess. So yes, we don't have an, a Teeks rating for this episode, but my God, we'll be plumbing the archives. Yeah, yeah. We'll see on the next one. So this is sort of an interesting thing. Like this is the mid-season break. So we're we're like ending this first half, I'm going to call it, of the season with Buffy getting the shit kicked out of her. And then giving this speech about how they're going to fight. But it's still sort of a downer. So you you have to picture this as a three-act structure. So this is the end of the first (laughs) act, right? The first act is a bunch of rising action in the form of actually firsty stuff happening. And a a bunch of like scene setting in the form of uh, non-related stuff happening. So that's your him. That's your um, from beneath you or whatever. The one with the... Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, all those ones that actually didn't matter. Oh, the first episode, of course. So this is the end of the first act. Everything has to look fairly bleak. So second act is starting up. We're going to go on the arc there of rising action as things go from bleak to being better coming crashing down just before the end and that's usually four or five episodes before maybe three episodes before the end and the final three Mm. to five episodes those are our third act and that is the climax and the denouement so next like what seven episodes yes seven to ten episodes ish that'll be a lot of like it'll get to a better place for the scoobs but it'll end in a much worse place than even this interesting that's all i'm gonna say to that yep the giles reveal would be good for the end of that so seeing that around an episode 17 wouldn't surprise me that's a long time to hang on to that though for sure it is but it does it pretty subtly this episode i thought maybe not maybe i'm much less clever than i thought i was who can say listen if it's before episode 17 then i haven't spoiled anything for my wife That's the most important thing. Which is great, you know? So, yeah, we'll see. We will see. see. Next episode going to be similar to this, I'm assuming. What's happening then? So, I'm actually going to read you the IMDb description. Fantastic. (laughs) I think it's going to stoke the conspiracy fire, but we'll see. So, this episode is called Showtime. Buffy teaches the potential slayers a valuable lesson as she faces a final fight with the uber vampire. I mean, that's a ridiculous statement, but anyways. (laughs) So, yeah, this addresses something that I'm worried about, which is that the uber vamp is brought up in this mid-season slump and doesn't really affect things which kind of sucks because it's the the first like opening gambit was killing all of the potentials minus the ones that yeah. are currently on their way to sunnydale all of the watchers minus giles whatever um and neither of the active slayers but the the other two are ha- sorry the other two groups have to be dead before the slayers can be moved against so yeah my my worry is that like the second move by the first is to release this uber vamp and maybe it literally lasts three or four episodes and then it's gone that would be an anti-climax i think yeah 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 it would it would indeed meanwhile meanwhile giles and anya enter another dimension to find a demon which holds the answer to defeating the first excuse me what they find out is very disturbing <laughs> i went from zero to hype michaela <laughs> Giles and Anya wacky fun times add in another dimension to find a demon who knows some information a thousand percent yes like that is the story hook of the gods but like this this sentence what they find out is very disturbing just makes me feel like Teeks wrote this summary <laughs> you know it'll change everything Michaela everything everything will be remember changed. that remember how everything did change no nothing after... changed no <laughs> Yeah, so they find Uh, out something disturbing, which is that Giles is dead. Sad face. 
pour one out for Who's Giles. Who's to say? Yeah. I, don't, I so don't want to, to pour one out for Giles. Uh, it, okay, actually, answer me this. The first. It generally takes the sh- the form of people who have died. Were Giles' words that it generally does or that it always does? It It's a rule. It only can. Shit. So Shit, fuck. Buffy, Buffy has died. <gasps> we've, yes, you know, right. multiple times. And we've seen the first be Buffy. Yeah, Spike and Drusilla have both technically died and they're back as undead. They are dead. Joyce is dead. Cassie's dead. Yeah. Um, Lil J, Warren. Um, is the first being? Oh, yeah, Warren. Uh, all of yeah. the other bad guys that have died. Actually, when Drusilla showed up, I was really sad, like, halfway through this episode, because I was like, shit, does that mean she died off screen? And then I realized no. that she's a vampire and thus yeah. had, yes, is technically died off screen yeah. far before season uh, one. Technically. Yeah. Well, I think that they maybe show her having recently died in some sort of absurd angel <laughs> flashback, you know? I wouldn't put it past with them. wigs of flying oh those wigs <laughs> all right uh, so next time what what's the episode even called who cares right showtime time. sure what god guys you used to have memorable episode titles i swear things used to happen things so, used to happen know. it's true all right well we're looking forward to showtime what happens may surprise you with devastating <laughs> disturbing <results>. disturbing sorry <laughs> whatever one of those words <laughs> Yeah, um, you know. Until then, our listeners can always reach out to us via email, beyondthenew.hellmouth.gmail.com. They can find our pictures. There are 16 of them for this episode up on the uh, the Facebook page. Search I'm pretty sure the there are 17. I have nine. I've got seven. I've got eight. Oh, I thought you I've got eight. eight. Shit, yeah. I miscounted. There are more. <laughs> anyway, all of those 17... <laughs> <laughs> Pictures are up on the Facebook page, so yeah, go check so that out. So much overlap, though, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to reach out to us personally, you can always hit us up on MyFolia, which is a social networking site for gardeners and garden enthusiasts. I am on there at Green Thumb, Michaela. I'm on there at My Time at Folia. Oh, perfect. I was hoping you would go for it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's <laughs> I what do. you were going for. <laughs> okay. It's the obvious choice, yeah. <laughs> Make sure to hashtag all of your succulents and other plants. Welcome to the Hellmouth, so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.